And welcome to Therapy Thursday with me, Nelsie Spencer, and the lovely Heidi L. Haddad. Heidi, hi. Hi, Nelsie. Nice glasses. Thanks. Therapy Thursday is brought to you by Losing It, which has an episode every Monday where I interview somebody. Well, you know all that. If you're here, you've been there, right? I don't have to tell you. Um, And... As you know, if you've been here before, Heidi is a licensed ourselves. <laughs> Heidi is a licensed clinical social worker, and she has a private practice in Manhattan. And she has some lovely uh, jewelry on today as well. Hi, Thank dear. You. You're welcome. Hi, dear. How are you doing? Um, I am good. It's been. It's a great day. It's, it's a, a really great, great day. day to be here. Yeah. It's you yeah. know what? It's a good day to be alive. It really is. Yes, it it really it? is. Isn't yeah. every day a good day to be alive? Oh, I think it is. I think it's such a good point. That is such a good point. Well, I think we're, let's get to it, shall we? Let's see what we got. I think we shall. What let's we go. Got? We get questions from different sources. You can tweet Heidi at uh, Heidi El Haddad, um, Heidi at Head Heart Therapy, and um, you can always contact us at losingitcontact at gmail.com. So we have some stuff that was tweeted. Oh, well, this is a good, this one just jumped right out at me. Okay. Ouch. My wife won't have sex with me. She says it's because she just had a baby, but our sex life wasn't that active before the baby. I try, I tried to set the mood, but it doesn't seem to work. Well, I'm assuming it's past the six weeks and the doctor has given the A-OK. So, my wife won't have sex with me. Yikes. Thoughts? Suggestions? Well, it doesn't sound like it might it might be related to the baby at all. If you're saying that the prior to ever having a baby, there was a problem. So, I'm yeah. guessing that um, that's where you got to dig in. What's what's happening there? Where's the disconnect? Why Why aren't you? Why is... What what is the struggle? What is the challenge? And dig into that piece. And so when your wife says, "Oh, it's because I'm scared it's going to hurt," or any of it, making it about the baby, while all of that, of course, is valid and maybe true, what also I'm hearing is true is that prior to this present day situation, there was a prior day situation, historical. So I would start there. Yeah. Does just, that help? I don't mean, it, I, I don't know what the thing is. I mean, couples counseling, there are sex therapists out there that can be helpful. There are, and that doesn't mean that they're showing you how to have sex, but just usually if there's intimacy issues, it's because of something historical for either one of you or both of you. Maybe there's a lack of confidence. Maybe there's um, fear of being vulnerable. Maybe there are so many reasons why it's difficult to get to the place where you're having a hard time connecting. Maybe the way in the, your love language isn't the same language in terms of what you both need. Maybe mm. it's difficult to communicate about what you both want or either one of you wants in bed and just expressing it feels too vulnerable. 
So maybe getting someone to help you in that regard might help you get to a more vulnerable place together where you're talking about what's happening. Not about like literally he's licking me here or something, but more about what's going on behind the scenes to disable what's happening in the present. Yeah. Physically. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. I think that, um, you know, it's, you're so vulnerable, you know, when you're having sex, but also when you're, when you're approaching your partner to want to have sex and then to not be, uh, have it reciprocated. Yeah. It's a very, it's a very difficult situation. Um, and getting outside help sounds great. Sounds great. Yeah. The lack of reciprocity is it, is if you're already to your point vulnerable, if you're already scared about reaching out and not only just scared, but, um, I guess scared, wary that, and they, and it's not met and that person is having their own stuff or you reach out and the person's not touching you back or it doesn't seem excited by your touch. It's, it doesn't, <laughs> when you're engaged with someone sexually and they are responding to your touch in a way, whether it's verbally or physically, you can just tell that they're into it, then that's an aphrodisiac in and of itself. And that's a turn on. But if they are just lying there or they seem checked out or they're not responding verbally, then it's hard to to keep going. It's hard to maintain interest and not take it personally, even though it's not personal. You're muted, Nelsie. <laughs> it's so funny because I hit that mute button. A real pro. A real pro. And I thought it didn't work. I'm just, just, uh, yeah. And I thought it didn't work, but it turns out it did. I was coughing. That's why I muted myself. Yeah. Um, I know that, but then you didn't come back. I'm back, but I'm back, baby. And you know what? We have a second so one. It's kind of that I wanted. I wanted to dive into this one because it's kind of interesting. I think um, similar yet different. My husband and I have been married for 19 years. We never have sex anymore. I mean, never. I still want to. I still want. I still want to still have a sex drive, but he doesn't seem to have any. I've stopped even trying because it kills my self-esteem so much. I'm in my 60s, by the way, and I feel like I should just let go, but I can't. Any ideas on whether I should continue approaching him or just tell my vagina to forget it? <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> That's lonely in L.A. Or tell your, tell your vagina to go shopping elsewhere. <laughs> I'm kidding. She's um, kidding. Kidding. Uh, right. So she's wait, in her right, 60s. I'm kidding. No, no, I'm just saying, right. I feel bad for her because it's like, first of all, you go girl that you've still got your sex drive in your sixties, which I, by the way, do as well. Um, and what a bummer to, you know, have, I mean, w regardless of age or whatever, when you're, when you're not making that connection sexually, one wants it and the other one doesn't, it's just a drag thoughts, thoughts for, um, lonely in LA. I think that's the same whether you're in your 60s or you're in your 20s. If you're wanting intimacy with your partner and you're not getting yeah. it, that's and you don't know how to you don't know how to bridge that divide. As I will say about just about anything, communicate, communicate, communicate. Are you having this conversation with your husband? Are you talking about what you're needing and 
And is he able to talk about it also? Is he engaging and saying, I'm I'm so sorry, babe, I want to be there, but I'm just, I don't have an interest. Is it, why doesn't he have an interest? Is it emotional? Is it physical? Is there, is there a reason why that's not happening? There's, there's, um, there's nothing out there that says once you hit 60, you don't need to be having sex anymore. And as we well know, even in our, there's, I mean, people joke about it all the time about how people in their eighties and nineties have sex like crazy in the nursing home. So it's not, one has nothing to do with the other. I would say communicate with your partner and tell him or her what you're needing. And, and if just like we were just talking about before, if it's hard to communicate about that, then there are therapists out there that can help you have that conversation just so you just don't have to do it alone. If you, if it's hard to do, do alone, then get some help, get some help, get some support. And obviously there are books out there. If you felt uncomfortable talking to a therapist or financially, that wasn't something that was viable for you. All of that. There are other options, whether it's books or videos or things, ways to talk about it in order to create the movement that you're looking for. And you don't just have to have intercourse to be intimate. So what kind of intimacy are you looking for? And can you create a different kind of intimacy without it being intercourse? If for some reason that was the right block, if that's the stumbling block. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I will say that I'm extremely lucky that I have a husband. I mean, we just have a good sex drive, sex life. That's all I'll say. And what I will see, you know, and I'm more about that. Yeah. Well, what I will say is that, well, earlier tonight, um, no, what I will say is that's why I was like, what I will say is that, yes, sex is great because you have an orgasm, hopefully, but it's also great because you're just like you said, you're just connecting. It's just a lovely way to connect. You connect before you connect afterwards. It's, a, you know, and it's, it's, there's a lot of pluses going on, you know? And so I, you know, I, I'm just all, all with you where find some help because even if you're not end up having the best sex life ever, the lack of communication about a basic thing that somebody is wanting and they're not getting in the relationship, that's, you know, that's a bummer. And how can we fix that? So, yeah. So get some help. There's great therapists out there and books. Okay. Fantastic. There we go. But also just to, to keep it really che- on the, on the, on the cheap. Yeah. Talk, talk about it. Just yeah. talk, you know, say how you feel re- on a really simple level. I am wanting intimacy. I'm wanting to feel connected to you. I'm wanting to be touched. I want to touch you. I want to yeah. feel close to you. I feel sad that we don't have sex. I feel, you know, whatever those feelings are, I feel lonely in the, you know, or I feel. But I would say yeah. it's not just I feel sad that we don't have sex because some people could interpret that as a judgment and a criticism and feel like uh, oh, take, take it yeah. on. Yeah. Even so, though that so is even though language, you're allowed yeah. to have your even even though you're allowed to have your feelings and say I feel sad, but I I would say that the sadness is more I feel sad and disconnected. Mm-hmm. I'm wanting connection. I'm wanting right. I'm wanting um, connection. Connect and just intimacy with you, and I want to be touched and and do the touching and I want to feel wanted and I want to show you how much I want you. And I just, I, can we just lie together? Can we just be together? And 
look at each other. I mean, there's so many yeah. ways to create the intimacy. I mean, I'm obviously that person doesn't just want to stare into each other's eyes, but it's a place to start. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that. And some Barry White. I'm that's, kidding. <laughs> put on some put on some Luther Vandross. Put on some Barry White. Oh my God. I, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm a Barry I'm White kidding. fan. I don't know what she's I'm got. I'm a huge Barry White, White fan, but I don't know if that that's the whatever, thing that's going to... That's not the thing know, that's like, what? No, to be loved. on? And to you love. What that means. It's a, yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> okay. Let's see. Let's do another whatever, one. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> there's a couple of Barry White songs that are in my on one of my many like workout playlists. Love it. Every time it comes on, I'm happy. I don't get horny see? necessarily, but I am I happy. Say, see, not everybody wants to have sex with Barry White. Some people really want to work it out. Work it out. Okay. Here we go. Um Wow. Okay. This is this is I'm worried I won't get a, the job I want. And I'm worried that I won't get a job at all. And if I never meet someone, I actually, and what if I never meet someone I actually like? Because if I don't meet someone, then I'll be alone and won't ever have a family. And then I'll have no money, no love, no children. What do I do? Wow. That is a big one. That is a big one. So this person's living in a lot of what ifs, a lot of fears. And it's not what if I win the lottery? What if all my dreams come true? Those are not the what ifs they're having. (laughs) Right. It's almost (laughs) more, um, we could work with that. We could yeah, work yeah. With that delusion. Um, um, I would say, stop it. Just stop it. Stop it the what love. if. With get love. Off, get off the what if train. Jump mm-hmm. off. That train is going to crash. There's no, that train isn't going anywhere, but to hell in a handbasket. I'm just going to yeah. say it like that. That is not a good train to be on. So get off the train. Bring your attention back to the present. Each one of those things in and of itself, you can create movement around. Have Throwing yourself down the well of and the, into a pit of despair of my whole life is coming to an end because I don't have any of these things isn't real. Yeah. Have to slow it down and just take it one step at a time. Take one thing at a time. You're looking for a job. Look for the job. If you're not finding work that appeals to you. Maybe you have to find a job that's not appealing to you in order to get to a job that is appealing to you for now, because you need the money. Um, however you could, you're putting yourself out there to meet someone, or maybe you're not putting yourself out there, put yourself out there, talk to friends, go out and just be social. And eventually if you're just out and about, and I mean, I know we're in a pandemic right now, but things are opening up and people are able to go out. So, Get creative in all the various ways that you can find enjoyment in life without the focus being so narrow on I need to find my partner in order to start a family. There are also mm-hmm. plenty of ways to start a family without doing it with a partner. I'm not saying that that's the route you want to take, but there are just so many options. And yeah. staying so unilaterally focused on it has to be like this. I need a good, the job that I want and I need to find the partner that I want in order to start a family in order to be happy. That's the only way forward is not true. There are so many ways forward and ways forward that are surprising. You never know what's coming down the pike. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, and I know I was making a joke, but you know, instead of when you, when your brain starts doing that, what if, what if you, you, I, you can say, um, you know, what if I get the perfect job? What if I get a great mm-hmm. job? What if I, what if my perfect partner is on their way to me right now? You know, because what, I mean, I'm not a therapist, but I play one so every can Thursday. Can I add in there? Yeah, go. Thank you for the job I want. Yes. Thank you for a loving reciprocal partner. Thank you for a job that brings me joy and fulfills my passion. Thank you for you know, whatever, fill in the blank. Yeah. So then you're, yes. Cause you're coming from gratitude versus fear. Right. And even yeah. the what ifs, like I appreciate where you're coming from with what if I have this amazing partner, but it's still, there's a then cause what if is a beginning of a then. So mm-hmm. I guess what if I have an amazing partner and I'm happy, but still the, what the setup is, is still on the train. Versus changing it to just an expansive, relaxed, thank you for this amazing trust, right? Thank you for this and acceptance of what is. Thank Mm -hmm. you for this beautiful job I have. Thank you for a home that I'm loving living in. Thank you for, there's this exercise that I learned that on a piece of paper, you, in the middle of the piece of paper, you make a heart and in the middle of the heart, you write, I am. And then off the heart, you have these lines as many or as few as you'd like, the more you, sorry, before you even, I have to close my door. A lot of, a lot of noise suddenly in the house. Hang on. I have, I am on saying the most brilliant things ever. Ronnie, right? You hear me, Ronnie? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Ronnie. Ronnie said, Ronnie, make a comment. Because <laughs> no, I was like, I'm saying, saying the most amazing things ever. Right, Ronnie? <laughs> yes. So you got the heart. I am. So where should I pick up? From right there. You got the heart. You have the heart. And you can write as many. I'm going to back up from the heart and say, before you do that, if you, if you're creating an intention, let's say it's a job that you want a particular kind of job in a particular field that you really want. Sit quietly with your eyes closed and imagine yourself at that job whatever it is. And imagine really put yourself there. What is the, what does the space look like? Who are, who are you surrounded by in this job? What are you doing in the job? What does your desk look like? If you have a desk, what does your, and it looks for the sake of this, if you have a desk, what is on the desk, get into the details of it. Who, who's to your right? Who's to your left? What's in front of you? Are there windows in your office? Are there, you know, what are you wearing? What does it smell like? All of it. Go through it. Is there a lot of light? Is there noise? Is there quiet? Go through it all and like imagine it in what your ultimate fantasy would be. And, and then once you really have it and it's almost like a, it's a visceral picture you have, then make this heart on a piece of paper, right? I am. And on each line, write, I am enchantingly sitting at my beautiful desk surrounded by windows. I am high-fiving my, <laughs> I don't know why you'd high-five anybody, but I am, you know, excitedly talking to my coworkers who I love working with. I am everything. Yeah. The, the, 
the adverb that comes before what you're doing is full is effusive and full of excitement yeah, and love yeah, and, yeah. and happiness and just like I'm excitedly running to work. I'm I mean yeah, I'm I'm, I'm happily doing my job. I'm I'm joyfully uh, going out with my new you know on a, on a wonderful right. date something like that oh. yeah right no, so it's the, a job, the, not a date so, you, so with the i am thing it's it's specific to the job right because, like because the, that, you, that the intention is the job that you want yeah, and then you're doing yeah. the i am with all the pieces of that i mean you can do an, an intention of i'm living my best life and yeah and the I and am, you can have you can all those you things want. Yeah. The point is, is that you are in the saying things in the present. You are owning it by I with the I am's. Not I hope one day I get to da 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 da. It's like I am happily holding I am. my partner's hand. I am yeah. yeah living in the saying it in the present tense. I'm all for that. Let me tell you, I I live in this beautiful house that has water views and is light filled. And my affirmation about it, and my vision of it, was was a beautiful, light-filled, airy home, well-maintained home. And that's what I live in now. And, um, you know, the, the water view was kind of a, a, a extra. I hadn't even put that in the equation. So I just happened to look out on a, on a canal where I live. So, yeah, present tense, I am, great, um, good adverbs, descriptive words, right? And ask and trust you will receive. And get off that shitty what if train. Because that train's just going to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> am I right? Or am I right? Get off. <laughs> get off the train. Chugga chugga. People all over the world. Hold hands. Okay. So um Ronnie, do we have time for one more? No. Okay. Really? Well, did we did we do three? We did three, yes. baby. Oh. I think we've done it. And Do we have any more to ask? There's a few more, yeah. Quick yeah. costume change again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, this Can was... Um, next week. Next week. Next week, we will be Ron back. like, no. We will be back next week. Same bat channel, same bat time. Therapy Thursday. Please rate. Oh, this is real. Yeah, we're talking. This is real life. We're recording. (laughs) (laughs) Did you forget that we were recording? I thought we were done. (laughs) You have to say goodbye first. Remember that part when we say goodbye? (laughs) Delete all of that, Ronnie. Heidi, you're blurry. (laughs) Okay, so thank you guys for coming. We're happy to answer any questions you might have. Uh, You can tweet Heidi at Heidi L. Haddad or Heidi at Head Heart Therapy. You can email us at losingitcontact.com at gmail.com. You can DM us on Instagram, which is losing it podcast. And you can make comments below, right? If you're watching us on YouTube, not listening to us, make a comment right down below after you subscribe and ask us a question and we will answer it. All right, guys. So have a great day. 
be kind to yourself and others, and don't be blurry. Don't be blurry. Bye. Don't be blurry. And never worry. Losing it, losing it, losing it, losing it, losing it, losing it, losing it. You came and you listened to the story. I hope so much that it didn't make you sorry, and I hope so much that you'll come back again. Losing It, hosted by Nelsie Spencer. Produced by me, Ronnie Whaley. Theme song by Hunter Williams. Follow us online on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and all podcasting platforms at Losing It Podcast. Viewers can email Nelsie with questions or comments about life, writing, comedy, or even your own Losing It story for a chance to be on the Losing It Podcast at losingitcontact at gmail.com. For everything Nelsie and everything Losing It, visit us at nelsiespencer.com.